You're listening to I Like Your Dress, a show hosted by two wickedly funny gals who are knowledge thirsty. Join us every two weeks to learn new shit and laugh along with us. I'm Tori. And I'm Allie. Let's get started. And we're back. Last episode of the season. Today we are joined on by the lovely Michelle Lacombe. She is a music expert and performance training coach. Welcome, Michelle. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be here. Awesome. So as per our last episode, Tori and I were kind of dishing on our previous music experience and we're trying to kind of find fun ways for people to kind of engage in a new hobby during this uh, lovely pandemic. So we thought <laughs> instruments. Let's do yes. <laughs> Literally, like when I first was playing my ukulele songs, I was trying to learn um, the song called Sun in the Morning by Future Islands because my partner loves it and they're a great band. Nice. Um, yeah. And the website was like broken. I was so upset because I couldn't find <laughs> like these chords. I didn't know the chords at all. And so I had like, I was like, I'm going to start with something somewhere and then like kind of change it as, you know, sometimes they're not always accurate. Um, and like yeah. the website was like, we're having technical issues. We can't help you. I'm sorry. I'm like, no what like that's not gonna help at all <laughs> like it's like first it's bread's going missing then there's like no marshmallows i'm trying to make s'mores with my roommates and then my ukulele tabs aren't working <laughs> yeah no kidding right no i mean the thing about music is it's cool because you can at least go to like 12 other sites and we can find another set of chords so that's a good start normally but this so song true. is obscure enough that that was like the oh, old no! website. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh thoroughly heartbroken for like three days until it actually started working again Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, so Michelle, thank you again for coming on today. Um, tell us a little bit about your history in music. Where did it all start? Sure. So, I mean, I've been doing music lessons my whole life, practically. I started as a kid doing piano lessons, and then I got into the trumpet a little bit later in life. Um, and so, yeah, I actually did a classical trumpet performance degree, if you can imagine. That's kind of how I started oh. my, you know... Yeah, life is an adult. I (laughs) I love it. So specific. Yeah, I know, right? Like, it's funny because when you're going into high school, you don't think, what am I going to do? I'm going to be a classical trumpet player necessarily. (laughs) But um... (laughs) no, so yeah, that's kind of how I started. I mean, I started out playing a lot of trumpet. And when I got to the point where I was in university trying to choose, you sort of have to choose an instrument. And so I was told that everyone played the piano and that the trumpet was something kind of cool and different. And so I went that path, but I've kept the piano all the way through. And actually I do way more piano now than I do trumpet. So it's kind of interesting how it all turns out. (laughs) So cool. What do you love about um, playing the trumpet and playing the piano? Are there like different elements that you enjoy from each one? Yeah. I mean, the trumpet is one of those instruments that just It's just like the sound of the trumpet can cut through just about anything, right? And so when you're playing with an orchestra or a concert band and that trumpet line comes in and there are like six of us at a time in this big wall of harmony, it's it's just the most incredible experience. I mean, I love brass players. And I mean, as a brass player all the way through university, you really become like a true, (laughs) that's all you do is brass for that long. Um, But the nice thing about the piano is it's always... The piano has always kind of been the place where I go and sort of sit and play, and it's a little bit more personal for me. So yeah. I think the trumpet's always been kind of out there and, and with others. And the piano for me, I play in a band, and I've you know done a lot of different things with the piano, but for me, it's always the place where I can just sit and kind of be myself, and, and I think that's what I love the most about it. I love the difference between that, too. It's like trumpet, you kind of have like a very stoic, like very like intense yeah. sound, and then piano is just so soft and very like 
it's the best of both worlds. That is so cool. I I love that. Piano just seems like the introvert instrument, you know, like you just hide behind a giant fucking piano and then you'd like the trumpet's so small. So you just got to, you got to take up the space for it. Right. Anyway, that's right. You have to become different behind it. Right. Yeah, totally. Trumpet, you know, trumpet players, right. They're very, um, my cousin larger than life. (laughs) There we go. He's been playing in a band since high school and they, they've gone to Europe. He met his wife in the band actually, and they got married a couple of years ago and they had, they just had a baby actually in February. Yeah. Oh my God. He's a big trumpet person. That's awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. So the thing is, I sort of went to university and did a classical degree. And then when I left university, um, I sort of needed a break from all of the routine of that. And so I actually sort of left music for a while. And then I sort of started teaching a little bit. And then over the years, I started playing a little bit again. And then I actually moved to Vancouver. I guess it's been about nine years now. Um, And when I moved here, I started doing a lot more kind of pop and rock and playing with other people. And so now my entire most of what I do now is actually performing and playing and coaching. And it's kind of taken a complete detour. And people who know me now have no idea that I started out on the classical side of things. So it's been really interesting. That is so cool. You also mentioned earlier that you're in a band. Tell us a bit about that. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm in a band. It's not like a hardcore, like we travel and play a lot band. It's more just kind of a beer band. We just kind of play pubs once in a while and parties and that kind of thing. Um, I do sort of trumpet keys and vocals and we're just kind of like an old sort of rock band. We do like covers and that kind of thing. But it's pretty fun. Yeah, we get to hang out and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Favorite place to perform in Vancouver? Oh, well, the one gig that we did was actually at the Mahoney's down by the big raindrop, <gasps> like down there. And it was just beautiful. Oh, you know, the water, cool. the doors are open. So anything that has like a really beautiful view, we've done a few gigs in North Van. And anytime you can see, you know, the skyline, yeah, it's beautiful. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I love That's it. nice. That's like, <laughs> like downtown, downtown too. That's where I had my first yeah. uh, alcoholic drink that I ever bought. What? Nice. Mahoney's. Yeah. Yeah. I had, well, a, then, there we go. had a sex on the beach and maybe there was a band in the background that I wasn't paying attention to, but you know, who knows? Excellent. Amazing. <laughs> I, be honest, I don't think, I don't think there was cause I would have heard a trumpet for sure. You would have <laughs> oh, heard a trumpet or for like, sure. I mean, maybe the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how many you have, you know, we go from there. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so yeah, we were actually, our topic last time that we sort of like the part we were coming into it is that we've been learning new instruments in quarantine. Uh, both of us picked up the ukulele um, and have like different varying experience with our musical backgrounds. Um, so we were just wondering, since obviously you teach music, um, if you had any advice for those who are just starting out and also extending on that question, any awesome beginner songs that you love that are like ones that are easier than people expect that aren't just, you know, Christmas music. I mean, the thing I would say, I actually work with a lot of people and particularly adults. I actually work with a lot of adults who are just starting or they remember something from 20 years ago and they're trying to put it back together again. And I would say that the number one thing is just to be patient with yourself. You know, like I think um, sometimes you pick up an instrument and you want to be amazing at it right away. So the thing that I always tell people is that if you can if you can learn a couple of chords, so say you're on the ukulele or the piano or the guitar or whatever it is, if you can learn a couple of chords and get really good at them, you'll find that you can take almost any song and put it into those chords. And even if you have to cut a few here and there, um, it's a lot easier to find a key that you can play in and then try to put all the songs that you know into that key with those same three chords. And that way you're not learning everything over and over and over. You're kind of getting really good at, at one one sort of skill set. So I think that makes a pretty oh, cool. big difference. That's some I really mean, good advice. Yeah, yeah really good. I mean, if you're playing the piano or if you're playing the ukulele, like the key of C is a really good key because it's not extremely hard. Like on a piano, oh, you can't see it. I just realized <laughs> I'm like talking to you about my piano. Um, 
on a piano, what you'll find is that uh, if you're playing in the key of C, it's all white keys. And so if you're trying to move your hand around, you don't have to worry about how to find a major, how to find a minor. You just literally plop your hand down in the same configuration. And it's really easy to pick out the chords that way. Um, if you're on a guitar, I've, I've never done a lot of guitar. I've always learned the same six chords and then put it down and then picked it up and then kind of put yeah. it down. Mm -hmm. But I will say that, you know, if you're in the key of G or something like that, the chords aren't too crazy. There aren't a lot of really stretched out sort of hand positions. And so, yeah, if you can find two or three chords that you're really good at that fit in a key, the one, four, five or something kind of like that, then all of a sudden you can actually move most of the things you want to sing or play into that key. It really does make a huge difference. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, just kind of like going a little bit more into that. I know you mentioned earlier about like uh, to tell people like don't feel discouraged right away if it, it's not coming like to you like that quickly. Um, do you have any advice for like kind of like keeping up morale and like getting people motivated to kind of continue on with it? Definitely. I mean, I think the one thing that I would say is that if you can pick music that you love, so say you pick a couple mm. of songs and they really feel, you know, kind of like you, if you pick music that you love and you start to learn it and maybe you have to cut out a couple of chords to make it a little bit easier, I always encourage people to take shortcuts. Like don't ever feel that you're cheating by trying to like cut this or cut that. What I think is most important is to find a way to play the song that feels good. Because yeah. for me, music's never been about, you know, I mean, for years, I guess it was for me both the technical side, but as I get older and as I do this more and more, it really comes down to what do I want to be feeling and what kind of songs sort of let me just be in that feeling. Mm -hmm. And so if you can find a couple of songs um, that you love and then you can put those keys that are kind of simple, I think it's less about getting really good at the instrument. And I think it's more about just loving the experience and sometimes it will feel stressful and sometimes it will feel frustrating and you'll wish that you were at a certain level. But I think if you can play music that you love, I think you tend to just be more in the moment when you're learning it and you sort of just accept the journey that you're on. And I think that can make a huge difference. That is so beautiful. Thank you so much for that. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about your business side of things for music. All right. Allie, would you care to do the honors? Tori and I are excited to be teaming up with Skillshare. Skillshare is an online platform with classes covering nearly every topic you can imagine, from internet marketing, graphic design, or even flower arranging. You can take all of their courses from the comfort of your own home. A pretty amazing thing, especially given all the time we're spending at home right now. Sign up for your free trial at skillshare.eqcm.net slash ILYD. If you love their service, you can get a two-month subscription for free. Now, back to the show. And we're back. So uh, hello again, Michelle. Hello again, lovely listeners. I hope you liked that lovely ad I worked on. Um, uh, would you? <laughs> Super awkward intro. Um, so uh, you were saying that you also, uh, you initially you did, uh, you know, st you were studying music and now you've been teaching and working a lot uh, with beginners. So can you tell us a little bit about your business and how you got started? Sure. So, I mean, I've always kind of, I think, been teaching music lessons sort of on the side. Uh, but when I moved to Vancouver uh, quite a few years ago now, I guess, I sort of started doing this full time. And so I was teaching for different studios and I was kind of all over the place. And then I just decided that I had a very clear um, I guess I had kind of my own mission statement. And so I realized as the years went on that I really just wanted to do exactly what I wanted to do. And so I just sort of formed my own studio and it's a mobile studio. Now it's a living room studio, but you know, when we're done with quarantine. Um, and so, yeah, so I work with, 
I work with people of all ages and all different levels. Um, I work with little tiny kids who are just starting. I work with, you know, adults who are retiring and deciding that they want to come into or come back to music after just sort of abandoning it for several years. Uh, but lately what I've been doing most uh, of my work in is I've been working with young artists who are kind of teens to early 20s who are starting to, I guess, take the next steps into their music careers. And so I'm kind of um, mentoring them, kind of working with them, starting to help them perform and develop stage presence and kind of build an image as an artist and start getting them out there to do some public things and some recording things and that, that kind of stuff. That's awesome. And those are some like really big steps, I think. Like I didn't go that route. I just did like lessons with my instructor and that was it. Like I didn't perform for anyone other than my <laughs> uncle who was dying of cancer when I was 16. Like, <laughs> that sounds sad, but don't worry. Like he's That's the reason awesome, I learned though. He's the reason yeah. I learned the piano in the beginning. I mean, I liked the piano, oh, my, my brother God. learned it, but then he wanted yeah. me to play for him. And so I learned it and it was very good. Um, oh, fun God. memories. You Sad, know, but yeah. fun. Um, yeah, <laughs> like I really brought that down. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. so what does the music community t uh, mean to you in Vancouver? And where are some places people connect in the city to sort of like break into it if they have like they're intimidated and they like don't even know where to begin? Like do they just walk right. into a pub and ask the band to teach them? Probably not. That's not the greatest way. It might work, but I don't think that's the normal route. <laughs> you know what's funny is Vancouver is kind of a weird city. I mean, it's one of those cities where there isn't sort of a way to do it. But what I will say is that there are a ton of musicians here and they're all doing something different. And I think the further I get involved in the Vancouver music scene, the more I'm realizing that there are there are little bands and big bands, and yet they're all just the same community. And so if you go to a show, there's an entire group of people there. Um, and one of the best ways, I think, to start getting into music, especially as an adult, is just to go to a lot of live shows mm, um, and just sort of start meeting musicians. A lot of them will have jams after. There are lots of uh, jam nights at different pubs kind of here and there. And those may seem really intimidating. And a lot of people think, you know, I could never, I could never go to an open mic. I could never meet people. I could never even really play my instrument. But... The truth is that as you start meeting people and you start meeting musicians, you'll realize that most musicians don't really care what level you're at. They just want to talk about music. They just want to play, right? And so for someone like me, if I walk in and somebody asks me a random question, I will want to sit down and have a couple of beers and just have that conversation and find out where they're at. And we all just we all just want to help each other and kind of get to the place where we can jam. So Aww. I think reaching out and getting to know people and just trusting that musicians want to help you and want to be, you know, kind of there to support you. I think that's a really good way to think about getting involved. Actually touching on that, you were saying how like meeting, going to shows and seeing some live, live uh, concerts. I was like, not as much as I played music. I really didn't go to shows when I was a teenager, which is kind of a bummer. Like I went to like, I don't know, my friend's friend's band because I yeah. wanted to be cool. And like my friend had a crush on the <laughs> singer. And, like it was like, you know, of course. You know, yeah. I, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, though. I do. You know, I definitely like, do. There was, there was a lifeguard who was really attractive and he worked. Oh my God. And he yes. was in a band and every single girl I knew like went to his band. I know his name, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I nearly did. I actually yes, yes. nearly did. And I stopped myself because I, just, I see him. Tori, I see him all the time at KPU. No. I'm not even oh kidding. I don't even remember what he looks like anymore. What are some local artists that you love, actually, that you think like people could go, go check out? We were both raving that we love Dan Mangan. And we were, I was shocked. That he was, oh, yeah. Like, he's shocked. amazing. I was, yeah, he's like local to Vancouver. I had no idea. I just heard him on the radio. I loved his music. And then I looked up more about him. And I was like, what? Anyway, some local artists that you love. 
Well, you know what I actually love is there's a group, there are a couple of recording studios that I'm starting to work with a little bit more and um, they actually offer live shows and they bring a lot of people in. And so a couple of these places are great because they have this constant rotation. Um, there's a place in North Van called Park Sound Studio. I'm sure you guys have probably heard about it. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they run these shows every single every single month or every I think in every week in quarantine they're actually still doing it online on Instagram. And so amazing. it's amazing. Yeah. And they bring all these different artists in and they have like a beer special when they're live on, you know, and you can buy a ticket and a beer. And it's like this tiny little room. They've got little Christmas lights everywhere. It's beautiful. And they bring all these different artists in. And so I've actually tuned into a couple of their shows since we've all been in quarantine. They're an amazing place because they have people of all different abilities and different kinds of music, different genres. Um, and Hipposonic is another studio that I've been working with. And they're just over here in Mount Pleasant. And they are starting to do a lot of live shows too. And so over the last couple of years, they've had bands in and... And so I'm actually going to start putting some of my artists into some of their shows as kind of the uh, the openers, you know, for some of their older, more sophisticated talent. Um, so it's really cool. But the best place, I think, for me to have fun and hang out, probably in the city, is a place called Sound House. And I don't know if you guys have been over there. Um, it's like a, it's a jam studio. It's like a jam space. It's over in Mount Pleasant. And it's... Um, it's a great place because it's just it's you just kind of walk down the stairs and there's all these rooms where bands are jamming and practicing and all the people who own it and work there are all musicians oh, too. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so you oh go in God. and everyone's, you know, like everybody's practicing and you walk down the halls and you can hear all the different kinds of music and so you often run into different people. And so I would say that there's some kind of cool places where you can listen and mingle and get to know the artist, but there's also yeah. places you can go and you can rent a room yourself and you can just turn on the PA and rock out to a karaoke track or your ukulele or whatever you want. You go to my microphones and so it's rad. like the most fun ever yeah and it's Alex, like if you're to girl oh. ukulele band right here we're farming now we're gonna go right. yes. some a ukulele single <laughs> done Just done and done totally. i like your dress is now a band oh I yeah like... if you guys ever need a coach let me know yeah we'll call you <laughs> up michelle you'll be like our agent um uh, but awesome. what awesome yeah that sounds good what a super <laughs> rad way to like connect like network too in yeah. terms of like the music community in vancouver like in order to get kind of shout outs and to get noticed in Vancouver and then outside of the community as well. It's so cool. Thank you so much for sharing that. We'll also add that into our blog too. I'm sure there's a lot oh, of people that would great. be interested awesome. in that. Um, that is awesome. So many good tips. I just, I can't wait till we can go and mingle again, you know? Oh, right. <laughs> but it's so cool that they offer um, on Skype as well. You said that the, it, you can kind of connect during COVID as well, which is so cool. I love that. I think just watching all of these musicians come together online and do shows and living room concerts. And I'm actually going to do a Zoom recital in a few weeks with all of my students. And one of my young artists, we're going to do an Instagram special. He's, you know, he's 16, 17. And so he's going to do a little set of his own music. And I think it's just fun because everybody's starting to find a way to connect and we're all reaching out. And it's amazing. Like, it feels like we're separate. And yet it feels like when we go back, we've all kind of cap on each other and we can see what's yeah. happening. Yeah, no, I definitely feel that. Like, um, I mean, I was learning the ukulele like just before quarantine because I got I got it for free from a friend who was moving. They're like, do you want nice. this ukulele? And I was like, sure, I want that ukulele. Like, why the hell not? I learned like two chords and then I like didn't really play it that much for probably a month. Yeah. I think I got it in December. As soon as this whole thing hit, I was like, nothing else to do. And like my pro <laughs> my progression has been like so much faster. Cause, like, I've tried to play like, I don't know, 10 minutes every day. Um, I mean, that was that was in the beginning, like 
oh god I played so much my roommates probably hated me um now it's like I don't know five minutes every other day but you, know. you can't hate a ukulele it's so sweet she's being <laughs> modest she's so good at it Michelle honestly oh my god, like I love it honest, oh you, yeah you guys need to connect get out yeah, there you gotta Tori. Come join one of my concerts and come play yes yeah. please just like rocking out, doing like crazy Lincoln at Lincoln Park Electric songs about ukulele. ukulele. Can you imagine? Just I like could be like a a quirky oh rocker. I love it. I love it. I Honestly, love it. So like I love like like lots of cheesy like love songs. Cause like oh, my mom listened to QMFM when I was a kid, which if many Same. of our listeners probably have no idea, right? It is it is a soft rock station, which means every single thing your mom listens to, like it plays it like yep. for sure. You know, like Enrique Iglesias, like I can be your yeah. hero, baby, like eight times. Oh, and yeah. like that's like 10 years old, <laughs> 20 years old. That's old. That's old as fuck. And I'm sure they're still playing that song. <gasps> oh, um, so, so good yeah, though, I, like, right? And like that's what I grew up listening to like the most just by force. And like, so of course I love that kind of stuff. Like that's what I grew up with as like a baby and it was great it's yeah, fun I play a lot of like soft rock music on it but then I still have my like I like alternative rock that's my main go-to music um but I also like you know the odd grunge type thing every now and then so I mean like looking yeah. up like Nirvana songs and like Linkin Park oh, and like, oh yeah I can play this on the ukulele <laughs> first by Cold War Kids is like two chords yes, it's the best is when you find out the song that you love is only like a few chords you're like thank god yes. oh my god yeah. The Cranberries uh, zombie. Yes, is I was so, just going to say it's zombie. Yeah. It's like, it was on a list of like the top 10 ukulele songs oh, to learn. Oh I was like, are God. you fucking kidding me? Anyway, that, that's my, my, my spiel. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, uh, I listened to a lot of like 90s music. I was totally like a 90s kid. And so now like I find it so hard because my students, like I love actually a lot of the new stuff coming out, but I still find my heart is stuck in those old songs. And I'm always like, does anybody, like any of my students want to do a duet with like a 90s song? And they just like roll their eyes. And I'm like, how about your moms? Like, do they want to come? And they're all like, yes. <laughs> 90s songs aren't even that old though. Oh my gosh. So we got to educate these kids. It's, it's, know, right? it's baffling sometimes. I was like, I, like, I, I was in a tr- I'm in like a training class for my new job. And a lot of the, the people learning with me um, are younger, like only like five years younger than me. And I'm, I'm like tw- 25 this year. So they're like 20, 21. That is like, so that, it, that should not be like an age gap, but it is. And like, <laughs> the guy teaching us how to use Skype they're like 35 like whatever um yeah. so like I, I have a lot of friends that age it's not like weird to me like I can relate to them um but <laughs> they were trying to teach us Skype and I'm like have you ever used MSN Messenger and I like I was the only one that raised my hand I'm like how did you like like the nudge the winky faces oh the emoticons they like they're no. like oh but I've used Skype so they knew Skype but they had no idea about MSN Messenger so and, crazy like, <laughs> heartbreaking You're like what's up with you guys come on so wild oh man anyway. kind of going back to uh, like songs that we are really passionate to learn how to play what was the last song that you learned oh well I've actually been working on this do you guys remember the Smashing Pumpkins do you remember that yeah band? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah so I've been I've been recently working on a cover of 1979 of that which is super like I love that song oh, so rad. much so I'm making it kind of jazzy and kind of smooth and kind of soft. And it's like, oh, I love it so much. Oh, so that's like, cool. I'm definitely getting into, I'm going into all of these old like Snow Patrol songs. I'm doing the same thing with ukulele, yeah. like on the piano, right? Like all these Fantastic. old songs. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. But I love all the old rock songs. My band does a lot of like, we do like Sweet Child of Mine and like some of that kind of oh, stuff. And I just I love, love like that hardcore rock stuff too. So it's so all pretty awesome. good. 
And yeah. Michelle, you also have a website and do you have a, like a YouTube uh, channel too? Where can people connect and find you? Well, the best place, yeah, so Groove Chick Studios is my website, GrooveChickStudios.com. Uh, that's where you can kind of see what I'm up to and like what I'm doing. But the best place to connect is probably just on Instagram. Uh, I'm West Coast Groove Chick. And uh, that's kind of where I put a lot of what I'm doing. And I feature a lot of my students. And I finally, it's funny because most of the time I spend my time with the people that I'm training and I kind of, I'm always doing that. And so normally I'd be doing shows and live stuff with them at this time of year. And so because that's kind of on hold, I've actually spent a whole bunch of time on my own sitting here at my keyboard. And so I'm starting to work on a bit of my own stuff and writing my own stuff. And so I'm hoping over the next year to start doing my own kind of live shows and doing some of my own music. So I'm kind of looking forward to that too. Oh, awesome. And for those who are interested, you should definitely partner up with Michelle. Her studio, I'm just looking at it now, and I was gushing to her <laughs> before we started recording that it looks so cool. Aww. I love the, I, the trumpets <laughs> in the background. I think the piano is in the corner. Like, it looks amazing. You guys need to sign up. You need to be involved in the music community in Vancouver. This is just so, what a perfect episode to end on, Tori, for season two. Oh what do you think? This has been like so nice and so positive and uplifting and like the perfect oh. like at home activity that you can do with like, you know, you like find someone online to help teach you. You ask a friend, you go watch online shows, you look up YouTube videos. And it's like there's so many ways to access like a, like music. And it's such a, I think, a great way to like stay connected, even when we can't physically be together in person. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a lovely sure. note to end on. If oh, you want- I, no, I wanted to say, I love your Blondie t-shirt. It is. Great. Oh, thank oh, you. Perfect. It is my, it's my favorite t-shirt. Yeah. It's nice. Uh, it's my comfy old t-shirt. Thanks. Blondie rocks. Yeah. <laughs> For all you who are too young right. to know Blondie, go listen to Blondie. <laughs> they will now. They'll be like, why did I do this? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> But then it'll be in their head for days and it'll be like Selena Gomez days past. <laughs> exactly. And once you hear it, you'll be like, oh yeah, now I got to check out all the other stuff from the nineties. So, you know, it's all good. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on. You can connect with Michelle on her Instagram uh, at West Coast Groove Chick. And yeah. All right, everybody, that's a wrap. Thank you guys for listening to our awesome little music episode. Go learn a new instrument. Go stock Michelle. Um, and we will see you in season three because this is a wrap on season two, bitches. Ah, peace. Woo! Peace. Mwah, mwah. I'm just like so excited about that. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway. We would like to end this podcast by acknowledging and thanking the land that we are on that is the unceded territory of the Coast Salish people. This podcast produced by Cameron Napier, Allison Shields, and Victoria Fraser. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program. Xanthia Vandalay here for Vanax Fan on the Cave Goblin Network. Join me as I interview people about their work, interests, and insights. Guests range from local personalities to international celebrities. Also on the Vanax Van feed, touching base with Talia where the two of us discuss weird and wonderful news articles. That's Van X Van, everywhere you find podcasts.